Hello listeners, my name is Vanya Tayanedi and welcome to this week's episode titled The Career Tape 50 Shades of Pink, which is a special segment created in light with the International Women's Day. And today we have a very special guest, Ms. Lenny, who will be joining me discussing the importance of women empowerment and the contributions of women from different industries to the society. On behalf of BAC Career Club, I'd like to welcome our guest, Lenny. Uh, Lenny, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself and what is it you do? Hello, my name is Lenny and I am a radio announcer at Hit Sarawak, which is Hits FM, but the Sarawak branch. Not many people might know about that, even me, a Sarawakian. <laughs> Before I got this job, I was like, what? There's a Hit Sarawak? Okay, anyways, uh, I also dance and I love watching anime. I love playing games and that's basically what I do I just live life and do what I love yeah thank you so much for the introduction Lenny um, once again thank you so much for being here today uh, so moving on to my first question what inspired you to pursue a career in the industry that you are currently in uh, I didn't know that I would want to be a radio announcer specifically but uh, as since I was young, I was always fascinated with like performing arts. So I really love the idea of expressing myself and being able to be on stage and perform for people or entertain people. So I feel like it's just uh, the joy of being able to put a smile on people's faces or like touch people's hearts through the work that I do, like as a radio announcer, as a dancer, and like a lot of the other things I've done, like throughout my life has made me realize that so I think that strong desire within me has like made me want to pursue something in my industry right now. Um, So were there any challenges when you had to um, enter this industry or when you were trying to grow in this industry? Definitely uh, because I'm from Sarawak so and actually I'm I'm currently in Kuching right but I'm actually from Miri, which is like the second largest city in Sarawak. There wasn't many opportunities there for people who might want to be pursuing performing arts. So for the longest time in my life, I've just stayed in Miri. So I was limited to the opportunities that I had back in my hometown. So for the longest time, I felt very lost. I felt like the dream that I wanted to attain was very far-fetched. But I think over time, uh, I just kept dancing. I kept doing whatever it is that I wanted to do. And uh, it led me to the opportunity to work at Hit Sarawa. And it has opened up so many doors for me. Uh, I was able to host TV shows, uh, make appearances. Sometimes I get client deals to promote things on my TikTok. And I get to dance more. My schedule is much more flexible now. Even though I'm very busy, but it's because my schedule is so busy that I can fit so many things into my schedule and make it work and still make a living. So I definitely think, uh, I don't, I feel like as long as we want to do something, as long as we keep pushing ourselves to do it, opportunities and like doors will open in the future if we believe. Great. So what helped you face uh, those uh, challenges and what have you learned from those challenges? Well, I I learned that I need to trust the process more. (laughs) There's just really 
you know, just believe that what you're doing, as long as it's something that you love doing, as long as you don't feel like you're forcing yourself to do something, then it will always lead to things that you would want in the future. Because I feel like I had like a lot of, I had this one like turning point in my life. Uh, it was towards the end of my university life like my fine second final semester, I got to meet some people in Kuching. I joined a dance camp and they asked me to join a dance competition with them. And it was like an international one. And obviously to me, like that was like a really huge opportunity because that team in particular uh, won a lot of like championships like in KL as well. So it was like a pretty uh, well-established dance team right so and I, I I respect them a lot like even before this so I jumped at the opportunity and from then on I felt like my life really how to say came into place slowly I guess like it was just like slowly everything was coming together everything that I feel like I've been doing my whole life up until then really paid off so uh, from the dancing from getting to know people in Kuching and to the opportunity for me to work at hit Sarawak as a radio DJ and all the things I've learned and has been applied to what I've been doing so far. So just believe in what you're doing and like always just do what you want to do. And I've always been afraid, you know, like there's always that anxiety of like, what if it doesn't work out? But I feel like you can't be afraid to fail is very important. You have to be daring to make mistakes so that in the future, you'll le- the, the lessons that you learn from these mistakes will be able to help you out. Yeah. That's great. Uh, thank you for that. Um, so, Miss Lenny, do you have any tips for those who might also be interested in the field that you are also in? I feel like uh, to be, okay, let, let's just make it like entertainer, like, you know, like a, make a kind of like label for it, entertainer, right? because we're entertaining people all the time. So I feel like as an entertainer, if you really want to get a job like somewhere, your portfolio has to be very, very flowery. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, like you, know, there, there, you need to have something to show, right? So it doesn't have to be like people asking you to do projects or getting jobs outside to build up your portfolio. It can come... The, the great thing about entertainment is that it can just come from your hobbies. Like if you can sing, you can post covers, you can dance, you can post dance choreogra- choreography or like dance covers and like acting, you can post some acting. You know, TikTok, TikTok is like a really amazing place that like you can use that to build your portfolio as well because there's a lot of people with different types of hobbies, like showing their talents there and then providing value to a lot of the audiences. So like, as an entertainer, you need to build that up so that like people can notice you and then people can see your talent. And if they see your potential, they will reach out to you to, um, you know, do something bigger. And I feel like TikTok definitely has made me have those opportunities. Everyone's like, hey, I noticed you're, I found you on TikTok and want you to do this. Would you be interested? Like so many times that I get opportunities, it's through TikTok. So I guess take advantage of platforms to the best that you can yeah uh, so Lenny throughout your career journey have you ever faced any gender-based biases well definitely 
to a certain extent, probably, especially since my voice is very distinct. I don't think many people have a voice like mine. So um, a lot of people would like people with dark, uh, darker, pula, deeper, deeper voices, deeper voices. So then like uh, at times when you know, at the company, like we have client deals sometimes, right? We do voiceovers and stuff. Then like, since my voice is very different, I can't do a lot of the voiceover jobs and everything. And sometimes people would prefer males over females because apparently it's much easier to work with males, uh, male hosts, let's say. Which to a certain extent, I do understand, but it also is a problem because a lot of people, I, I don't know, I feel like sometimes females are more easily subjected to, to like hate. At times, uh, there was this one time on TikTok, everyone's always saying that I was faking my voice, that I'm just trying to act cute or whatever. But yeah, I was born with this voice. What do you want me to do? <laughs> so uh, those kind of things, are, like, I feel like only girls would go through. Like People would say that you're just a try hard, I guess, to try to be a certain way. But like when you're just trying to be yourself, but people don't see that and they still try to pick it out but then I don't really let it bother me as much because I feel like as long as I'm consistent with myself there will be opportunities made for myself or people like me so I don't let it bother me too much now um I'm really sorry that you had to experience that Lenny and uh, I think your voice is very nice so um uh, <laughs> moving on to my next question um what do you think should be done to avoid this gender-based biases in a workplace? Definitely, we need to speak out much more. Um, I feel like, but like not in a way that is too aggressive because I feel like a lot of people try to, like they, they are speaking out and they have good intentions, but I feel like we need to do this like peacefully, as peacefully as we can. Like we need to learn how to be more tactful when we are trying to discuss this, these kind of issues. So yeah, first of all, have to be brave enough to speak up for yourself. But second of all, you need to be skillful enough to be able to get your point across without, like, you know, make causing tension in your workplace, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and also, third of all, you also need to know how to rationalize the situation. Whether or not it's really like gender-based bias or perhaps this opportunity maybe really isn't suited for you. You need to know the difference lah. Yeah, in order to be fair and also still be, I don't know, justified. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think those are some really good points. Um, so this International Women's Day, we aim to hashtag break the bias. So what is one action our listeners could implement that could help us achieve that? So I feel like a lot of the things, instead of like some a, a public kind of like display or a, a really big action that you need to do, I feel like a lot of us can do it internally to break the, the bias, like just understand that no matter what, as long as we're not hurting anyone, no matter what we do, it's okay. And it's fine for us. If you want to look like you're homeless and then going to a coffee 
Kopitiam also can. If you want to look like you're going to a fashion show, but you still go to a Kopitiam also can. Something like that. Like you just learn to be okay and be confident with whatever decisions that you make. Yeah. Okay, thank you for that, Miss Lenny. Um, last question of this episode. Um, what is an important message you'd like to share to all women uh, this International Women's Day? Never let... I know it's much easier said than done, but I feel like it's really... And it feels really cliche, but I think because I've lived through it, never let anyone tell you that uh, you you shouldn't do something unless it's like, you know, like a crime, <laughs> then yeah, don't do it. But like, you know, like if it's how to say something that you really want to do, you want to act, you want to sing, you want to dance, even if you're really bad at it right now, don't listen to people telling you, oh, that's not your thing. Because I wasn't a good dancer when I started off, you know? So I spent years, you know, just dancing, just doing what I love. I didn't care if it was really bad or not. And I tried to practice on my own to achieve the level of technique that I have right now. So as long as we keep doing something that we love, as long as we keep putting the effort to practice, that's that's all there is. Like, that's all we really need. So never listen to those, like, what naysayers, I guess, like, saying, like, nah, you can't do that. No, this is not for you, blah, blah, blah. That's not true. See, right now, like, I was a bad dancer and now people call me a dancer. Like, So just do it, man. Like, just keep practicing. Even if you're 30 right now and you just started off dancing. Maybe when you're 60, you'll be, like, you know, a champion internationally. Who knows, right? There's so many, like, people making news right now. Uh, they're, like, in their 80s, their 70s or 50s, maybe getting a degree or, like, winning championships. I think recently I saw one, like, it was weightlifting in Japan. Like, so just keep doing what you love and believe in yourself and easier said than done. So like, don't make, don't, don't say, I say macam very easy. Ah. Like it's like a constant battle, but you can do it. Yeah. Okay. I believe in you, even though I, I can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a really great message. Um, so, all right, that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Career Tape. And once again, I would like to thank our guest, Ms. Lenny. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. We really do appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. See you in the next episode.